Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Riding the Bench Eagles cast featuring yours truly, Asif Body. If you happen to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you are in the right place. This is all Eagles talk. This is Eagles football. This is Eagles acquisitions, etc., etc., etc. We are going to break it down here. If you don't happen to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan, totally fine. Feel free to stick around. We talk football. And if you love football just as much as all of us do, you might find something interesting in this show. Before we begin, though, let me just get some things out the way. This is the first time uh, we have this, me and Justin, my broadcast partner at Riding the Bench. Uh, he's a Colts fan. I'm an Eagles fan, obviously. And we both decided that we wanted to focus more on team concepts, what our team's doing, how they're playing, what certain moves mean for them. And we thought this was the right way to go about it. We tried doing this actually last year, and we couldn't figure out a creative fingerprint to like actually get this message across. But I think we sat down, we planned it out a little bit, and we felt like this was the right direction for us to go. We have a slight pivot because usually we do a joint show. Today, it's a solo act all about Philadelphia Eagles, and he's going to do a Colts fan page respectfully. So um, check him out as well. That's going to be a really great, great listen. Uh, and I hope, hopefully I can entertain you just as much as he entertains any Colts fan that decides to listen to him. So let's do this. Before you do anything, just do us one favor. We really, really appreciate it if you could follow us at the Riding the Bench podcast with a K instead of C in the word podcast on our Instagram page, on our YouTube page. And if you listen to audio versions of these, you could check out Apple Music, Spotify, any other platform out there. Just check us out and hit the subscribe button. You'll get notifications on when you get future updates and future episodes get posted. You'll be able to keep up to date with us there. Also, be live in the comment section. Hit the like button. That thumbs up really helps the algorithm, whatever the hell that is. But I digress. So, this is the Eagles. This is the Eagles cast. This is the Eagles fan show. Basically, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to try to keep it as consistent as I can every week for you. I'm going to talk about the previous game that we just played. And in this case, since it is December 11th, we played the New York Football Giants at MetLife. So, we're going to break down that game a little bit. And then maybe just a thing called bird's eye view. Basically, just as an overall look of what's going on in the Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Eagles news waves. And then hopefully from there, we'll have a smooth ending to the show. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's dive into Philadelphia Eagles football against the New York Giants. So where can I begin, right? Let's just start off an opening tap. We came out the gates against the New York Giants, a big division rival, and a team that's been playing really, really solid football with Brian Dable as coach, Daniel Jones. This is the best football that probably he has played all year. And Saquon Barkley has had a reemergence, top five in the league in rushing right now. So they're looking pretty good, and they're overachieving, right? But nonetheless, this was an important game for us. We needed to come out and send a message to everybody in the NFC because despite our record, despite how we look, despite the fact that we have been virtually playing mistake-free football all year, we get a lot of naysayers that talk about, oh, better watch the Dallas Cowboys. 
They're the ones who are coming out of the NFC. Whoop. Don't sleep on the Giants here. They'll make it tough for anybody. Philadelphia lost to the Commanders. Sounds like a red flag. Listen. The Philadelphia Eagles are just fine. We came out today. We trounced this football team. To the point where Brian Dable, Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, have no answers for this offense. First three drives, we come out, 14 plays, 80 yards, Miles Sanders rushing touchdown. Script went tit for tat. We executed it in every level, all good. We come out the next drive, time to snuff him in the mouth. 12 play, 84 yards, Devontae Smith gets a touchdown on that really, really nice out-and-up combo, and Jalen Hurst just puts it right in the bucket. Then after that, the Giants, again, misty weather, cold, wet football is really tough to handle, go for a punt, and the punter drops the football at the 33-yard line, and the Eagles obviously recover it because it's fourth down. Next play, boom, 33-yard shot to A.J. Brown, 21-0 lead. We go into the half virtually you know, up 21 points. And we just controlled the clock from there on. And let me just say, the Philadelphia Eagles have been playing great, great football. After the commanders lost, everyone was talking about what, how is this team going to handle adversity at this point, right? They always say, oh, it's a light schedule. They've had it easy all the time. They're always out to a big lead, no adversity. How are they going to end up in the playoffs? We go against the Colts, a really good defense. We have a come-from-behind victory against them. We come out and we punch Tennessee Titans in the mouth. We blow them out. And now we just blew out the New York Giants uh, in a fashion where they were left virtually helpless. They had no idea. They had no answers, shaking their head. They could not stop Philadelphia, and they could not. I don't think it's a um, a stretch to say this, but Jalen Hurts, out of everybody in football, you give me Patrick Mahomes, you give me Josh Allen, you can give me Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, right now. And I'm just talking about right now. I'm not saying overall. Give me a better decision maker right now than Jalen Hurts. Every decision he has made this year has been perfect. Perfect. I have not seen him make a mistake. Maybe maybe one. Maybe one mistake all year I've seen him make. But virtually, he has been an absolute magician on where to put the football, where to place the football, when to tuck it, when to run it, when to hand it to the running back, when to call checks at the line. The guy has been nothing short of sensational this year. And he keeps continuing to do that every single week. So it's starting to look more like a trend as it is a blimp. And he's making a compelling case to be MVP, even though me as an Eagles fan, I have Patrick Mahomes as MVP. But that's a whole nother discussion for another day. I have Patrick Mahomes as MVP. But that's a whole nother discussion for another day. Jalen Hurts. The improvement that you have made from last year to now, I'm speechless. Absolutely speechless. 
it's it's a credit to the coaching. It's a credit to him and the work ethic. And it's a credit to the roster construction because they brought in A.J. Brown. They brought in a uh, – they shirt up the defensive um, front seven, bringing in Kazir White, bringing in Hassan Reddick, bringing in um, just – James Bradbury on the back four, Chauncey Gardner. John. So the, the vibe of this team right now, and it's feeding off of him. And they all look to him and they say, he's the leader. We follow him wherever he goes. He's going to take us to the promised land. And last year, um, I believe that it was the same deal. I think it was the same thing going on. But it just right now, his play out of this world. So kudos to Jalen Hurts. Uh, and I'm very happy at how he's playing football and how this how he's leading this Philadelphia Eagles team because it's really something special. We might be able to do something really special this year. I can't wait to see it. Um, and as far as us being the New York Giants, listen, we came in here, took care of business, exactly what we needed to do, and all the chit-chat about whether or not Philadelphia Eagles can take care of business when they need to. It's been answered. And now everyone's saying we got to look forward to Dallas. Now we got to look at Dallas. How are we going to play them? I will get into that right now with our bird's eye view. Bird's eye view, like I said in the beginning of the show, is just an overall look at the team, where we're at right now, and what we can do going forward to beat some of the better teams in the NFC, right? So listen, the Dallas Cowboys just played the Houston Texans. I think they had to come from behind. Uh, victory. They were down 23-20. The Houston Texans picked it off actually in the uh, in the red zone. Excuse me, not in the red zone. Dallas Cowboys were at the five-yard line. Dak Prescott gets hit. Balls in the air. Texans come down with it. And basically the Houston Texans have four tries at first. They have first and goal. Four tries to get into the end zone. They can't do it. So let me just say for Dallas, Kudos to that defense. It's a great stand by them. And their defense is actually a legit unit. I know a lot of people want to hate on the Dallas Cowboys, and I hate them just as much as anybody else. But that unit is a legit unit, and you really have to watch out how you play with them because they lead the league in sacks right now. Um, They could be an opportunistic bunch, as we saw last year. And they're really holding teams down and locking in when they need to. Um and the Dallas Cowboys offense, Dak Prescott, since he's come back, I believe he's, um, you know, four and one. And uh, he's only lost one game since the thumb injury, basically. So uh, he's coming out and he's playing good football, even though he's turning the ball over. Um, but what does this all have to do with Philadelphia, right? Because everybody in the NFL or a lot of people in the NFL, a lot of doubters of the Philadelphia Eagles, they always try to warn me and they always try to uh, – not, not that people in the NFL are talking to me per se. I'm just saying everyone knows I'm an Eagles fan. People who come up to me, they'll tell me, hey, you got to really watch out for what the Dallas Cowboys are doing because if I had to put my money on anybody, it would be the Dallas Cowboys. Let me tell you something. Last year we were both in the same position. First round of the playoffs – playing against a team who has a lot of pedigree and one team was rebuilding one team won 12 games both got home both got sent home in the first round and one lost it in epic epic fashion and one got their asses kicked 
right? Philadelphia got their asses kicked, but the Dallas Cowboys, when it came down to the wire, couldn't figure out how to spike a football. But we're allowed to sit here and say, I trust them to make the key plays needed over what's virtually been a perfect season outside of Washington for the Philadelphia Eagles. And you're going to say, oh, check out the strength of schedule, check who they've played, no adversity, Dallas Cowboys have a great defensive unit, they can run the ball, had a backup quarterback. Philadelphia all year, despite who they played, has come out and their formula for success has been the same every single week. It's an offense that every Philadelphia Eagle fan knows. You look at it and you're like, okay, we know virtually you get the feel of the game. You know, okay, this is where we're going to run it. This is where we're going to pass it. Here's the tight end screen coming along. Tight end comes across the offensive line. It's a bootleg screen. We know when these things are coming. The cross is over the top. We see it happening. But no defense can stop it. No defense has been able to stop the Philadelphia Eagles. The only way to stop them is to keep them off the field by running the football. And you know what? That's been a weak suit of the Philadelphia Eagles, right? This has been an issue uh, all season long. Uh, they started really noticing it against the Houston Texans. They noticed it against the Dallas Cowboys in that second half, right? And Washington really came out and just committed to running the ball, and they beat us, and that's our only loss of the year. And we also had some turnovers that game. But regardless of that, we brought in Linville Joseph, Nadama Kunsu, Jordan Davis is back. Fletcher Cox is back. N'Kobe Dean made his sighting in the Titans game, so he's coming out playing good football. And you know what? I think it's been overblown the lack of run defense for this Philadelphia Eagles unit. I think they've shored up some things. Even in the Giants game, even though it was a blowout, you saw them play good gap control football. They get to the lane where they need to be. People are swarming the football, and it's just a matter of whether or not they can get to the spot before the running back, right? And I think for the most part, our guys, veteran guys now, know the system a little bit. They're going to figure that out. And they're going to come and figure out how to play better run defense. And they have. We slowed down Derrick Henry. We slowed down Saquon Barkley. And now we get to see what happens next week, right? I don't have the schedule in front of me. I don't have it off the top of my head. I know in a couple of weeks we play the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm more looking forward to that. Regardless, though, um, just some things that we really need to work on, though, in my opinion, to get prepared for some of these guys. As much as I want to sure up the run defense, I think that's fine. Pass rush is good. And the back four, we know Bradbury and big play slay, maybe the best duo in football in terms of the cornerback position. So there's nothing wrong there. If I had to pick one critique as an Eagles fan, I really, really wish we would give the ball to Miles Sanders just a little bit more. And I know a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans are kind of, floating the idea um, about potentially bringing in Josh Jacobs, right? And yes, he's 24. Yes, he's leading the league in rushing right now, right? But let me tell you something, guys, and this might be not necessarily controversial, but its not, I don't want to say it's a hot take either because I don't want to think it is. But let me just say something about Miles Sanders versus Josh Jacobs. If I had to choose one player on my team that I would want, 
Give me Miles Sanders every day of the week. I just think he's better at football. So, this talk about let's sign Josh Jacobs. We can't re-sign Miles Sanders at that point. I think that's a ridiculous idea. Miles Sanders, and he proved it to you in this Giants game. Overall, as an overall player, he can run between the tackles. And we have the best offensive line in football. And with his slashing ability, it's deadly where he can go in between the tackles, right? You want to run zone. Miles Sanders can run zone. He understands how to read that, how to read the holes and how it develops. You want him to pass protect. He showed you in this Giants game just how good of a pass protector he is. You want to see him run block? Check out the quarterback draw that we saw in the New York Giants game where Jalen Hurts won for like a 17-yard first down. Miles Sanders blew up the lane, blew up the linebacker, created a gap for Jalen Hurts to scurry through. You want to see him in the receiving game while it was an incomplete pass. And it was incomplete. But you saw the wheel route up the right sideline with Miles Sanders, his ability to track the football, bring it in both hands, and control it on the way down, even though his foot was out of bounds. We see him being able to run the tree. We see him being able to run in any sort of offensive system you want. You want power football? He can give it to you. You need a yard? He'll give it. His ability to make big plays. We saw the last carry that he had virtually in the football game was basically a 40-yard touchdown to seal the game. The guy is sensational, and all he needs is more carries. So for anybody who thinks that Josh Jacobs is the guy over Miles Sanders, I would say look at the tape. And really think to yourself, if Miles Sanders was able to get 230, 250 carries a year, would he not be 1,300, 1,400-yard rusher behind this offensive line? I think so. I truly think so. And just one more thing before I wrap it up. I know I kind of was all over the place a little bit. I apologize. My bird's eye view, though, um, Overall, I think we match up really well with anybody in the NFC, especially if we give the ball to Miles Sanders because I said earlier, Jalen Hurts, best decision maker in the NFL right now. Miles Sanders is playing great football. We have the best offensive line. Not even I haven't even mentioned A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith yet, and we have Dallas Goddard hurt right now. He's resting up, and when he gets back, all of a sudden we're going to be flowing at a different level. And this defense is really showing up to play good football right now. So anybody in the NFC, listen, they don't want they don't want to sit there and say, oh, yeah, let me play the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Nobody wants that. The Niners don't want that, even though they're a good football team. And I like the way they like the way they're running things over there. Dallas does not want Philadelphia. The Buccaneers don't want Philadelphia. The Vikings don't want Philadelphia. No team in the NFC has played better football all year round than the Philadelphia Eagles. They have been the class of the NFC. And if you think differently, I would just say really sit back and think about what you're saying. This team, Jalen Hurts, three turnovers all year, accounted for basically 30 touchdowns so far on the year, and we still have about a month and a half to go. Miles Sanders is having a career year. Ten touchdowns. He eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark. A.J. Brown comes in. He eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark, has ten touchdowns on the year. Devontae Smith, a Heisman Trophy winner receiver, 
Last year was a 900-yard receiver. He's number two to A.J. Brown. Dallas Goddard's having a career year. And then you go to the defensive side of the ball. We have the pass rush with Hassan Reddick, with Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Ndamukong Sue, Linville Joseph, Robert Quinn hasn't even gotten into the lineup. But you name it, we got the pass rush. Our front seven, uh, Kazir White, uh, TJ Edwards, Nicobe Dean, uh, like all these guys are playing great football. And on the back four, listen, Chauncey Gardner Johnson's going to be back by postseason, so he's going to be there. James Bradbury's there. Big play Slay, we know how great of a defender he is. And Avanti Maddox today came back. This is the first game back from recovering from his black, uh, from his uh, back injury, and he looked pretty good. It looked a little rusty, but hey, it is what it is. But we have the slot corner. We have the two corners on the outside. We have safety help, even though Reed Blankenship and John Z. Gardner Johnson right now are hurt. Uh, Marcus Epps is playing good football. We have depth and linebacker. Defensive line rotation is there. What's there not to like about Philadelphia right now, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you. Nothing. Everything about Philadelphia looks good. It looks legit. And Nick Sirianni has found the pulse of this team. And he's done a terrific job this year. Potentially coach of the year candidate, if not for Brian Dable. So let me just say this, just to finish these things off. Philadelphia. Get ready for something special this year. Because we have the talent. We have the playmakers. And it looks like so far... We have a quarterback who is as even keel as they come. And everybody on the team is feeding off that energy, feeding off the confidence, the, the, the calmness that he brings to the game. And you know what? And if he needs to punch you in the mouth, he can lower his shoulder and run you over. Everything about Philadelphia right now as an Eagles fan I love it right now. I really, really do. And I can't wait to see what we do going into uh, the latter part of the season. As playoff football comes around, listen, everyone, Philadelphia, you don't want the smoke. You don't want Philadelphia smoke right now. Nobody in the NFL wants to play Philadelphia. I'm excited to see how it's going to turn out. All right. Listen, everybody. My voice is shot. I played in a flag football uh, game yesterday. We came back in dramatic fashion, down 20 points to get to the championship round. So I apologize. I would talk more about Philadelphia. But let me cut this short because I feel like I'm rambling here. But I'm going to be back here every single week talking Philadelphia Eagles football. I'll give you reactions after games. I will give you a little bit of a breakdown overall what I think of what's going on in Philadelphia, and I'm going to set myself up for next week, and we'll get back to the grind here. All right? So before we do that, let me just close this show out by saying, if you really like what you heard, do us all a favor. I mentioned this in the beginning of the show. Hit the thumbs up button that you see on the bottom of your screen there. Also hit the red subscribe button on your YouTube page. At the Riding the Bench podcast with the K instead of C in the word podcast, you'll get future updates on when me or Justin post new episodes of his Colts cast and my Eagles cast. 
and any other collaborations that me and him do along the way. If you want more content that you find funny or if you thought what I said was interesting, check out our Instagram page. That's a little bit more of a fun uh, interaction that we have with all other teams. We talk a little bit about the Colts, a little bit about the Eagles. We also make fun of the New York Jets. That's kind of like a th- our thing uh, at the Riding the Bench podcast with the K instead of C in the word podcast. Hit the follow there. That's a really nice watch and a really fun watch, I might add. And with that, everybody, let me just say this. This is an Eagles show. And I really don't want to butcher it, but it's the first episode that I have done by myself as a podcaster. So please, if you have any suggestions on how how I can improve, please write them in the comment section below. But also, this is something that I'm going to try to implement every single week. Every week for the Eagles cast, I will leave you all singing the Eagles fight song. Yeah? I know, I know, I know. You might think that's kind of cringe, and you're going to be like, oh, Asif, come on, man. Why do you have to sing the Eagles fight song? Well, you know what? I am proud of this team, and I want to show pride, and I really want to show how much I love this team by expressing that through through my emotion, through, through the passion that I have, through song, through expression. What better way to do that than the Philadelphia Eagles fight song, yeah? So with that, everybody, I'm going to give a countdown. Join me at home. Those of you watching, those of you listening, please enjoy this raspy rendition of the Eagles fight song. Fly, Eagles fly, on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles fight. Score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high, and watch our eagles fly. Fly, eagles fly, on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, eagles! And everybody, that is the first episode of the Eagles cast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And please come back and tune us here next time.